0: Hi, welcome uh, to the Molly and Joe uh, podcast. Uh, I'm Joe Posnanski and uh, Molly Knight uh, here with us. And uh, we're going to talk a little Hall of Fame, huh, Molly?
1: Yeah, it's it's definitely a weird thing to be. It's something comforting. I think I'm seeing the same level of like passion and vitriol and unfriending and that (laughs) over the Hall of Fame that I have like in say 2012. so yeah. it's a it's a it's a comforting it's like Christmas or, or Hanukkah or Thanksgiving it's like a comforting ritual this time of year. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah every every December and January yeah. no matter what what else is going on in the world uh we scream at each other about who belongs in the Hall of Fame it's yeah. it's a beautiful it's a beautiful thing and it's particularly yeah. crazy this year right because yeah. we've got like so many controversial people so first yeah. of all where where are you on the caring about the hall of fame
1: oh god Why? it's so tough because like i guess i'm a sucker for nostalgia i'm not as nostalgic as some people like i don't keep photo al- albums around the house necessarily but um but my god like if you've ever been to cooperstown just the the, the town itself like forget the museum it is um, I've been fortunate enough to to be able to travel across most of uh, the United States um, in in places, uh, you know, big and small. And Cooperstown, it ranks up there with one of the most beautiful, idyllic, picturesque spots I've ever been in my life. Um, and so anything, on the one hand, anything that uh, draws people to this oasis of um, just harmony and stillness and nature and beauty and kindness and small town folks who know your coffee order I mean it's 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 a it's a brilliant thing however when I see grown men like losing their minds over really things online it makes me just like it makes me and again like throwing away like decades of friendships uh it, it it makes me like wondering what what are we what are we doing here and should (laughs) should i guess my where i stand is hall of fame should exist but i don't don't think that we should be voting on it (laughs) yeah maybe that's where i am like because i don't know i think that we're i don't know that we've evolved enough as a species baseball writers you know uh to do this in any sort of way that seems like logical or fair and so now it's just chaos ensues
0: yeah, I don't hear the word evolved and baseball writers put together <laughs> that often in general. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's it's very interesting. We could talk uh, briefly about the history of this thing and then and then sort of go yeah. in a little bit more to this year. Because when the Hall of Fame first started, okay, so it, its first year was 1936. And, and at that point, there was no other group of people who could really vote for the Hall of right. Fame. Right. right. The Baseball Writers Association was essentially everything. It wasn't just there was no radio. There was no television. There was no Internet, obviously. Sure, sure. And and so that's it. It's like you could have the players vote for it, but nobody really wanted that. And and we have seen uh, time and time again Ooh. that when players do vote for it, uh, it's kind of disastrous. Uh, everybody yeah. sort of breaks down into uh, into weird pockets of friendship versus nobody really being good enough, right, right.
1: you know. Or people, or, or grudges, or oh, yeah. alliances, you know. Yeah, it's you know, bad. Our it's, guys, yeah.
0: It's bad. I mean, literally every single time the Hall of Famers voted for it, they gave them three opportunities in the 2000s, and they voted in zero people all three times. So mm-hmm. th- nobody's good enough for those guys. No. So, So it had to be the writers. And then, and at that point, the writers really kind of held it with an iron fist you know i mean they just they 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 didn't care they were like they would put in who they wanted and not put in who they didn't want and and it was very and nobody and they didn't really have anybody to answer to on that either by the way i mean in those days you know they said yeah we don't think eddie matthews is good enough and everybody's like all right (laughs) i guess eddie matthews is not good enough i mean it was just it was a very it was a very you know (laughs) one-sided conversation uh and of course it's nothing like that anymore and obviously the yeah. bbwaa is a disparate group now of of you know and, and you really do have to wonder when you're just letting you know all of the uh, writers come you know from the internet and from mlb.com and from from all these other places well why are now radio people not in it it's like weird it doesn't it doesn't make that much sense and then but it's like well, but radio people work for the teams and I mean, it's it's it, the whole thing is a mess, and the truth is nobody really is qualified. I it, think at this point, right?
1: It's such a mess, and I got to tell you, like the baseball writers, I'm not going to name them because I don't want to. I don't want to like hurt those. I leave out, but there are like four or five writers who I go to for everything. Who yeah. I, you know, um, and I don't think any of them vote because yeah. either because um, their publications don't allow it. Or because they've just chosen to not be not be part of the process for for various reasons, and like so, then we get you know votes coming in, and I I don't pretend to know everyone, and I'm younger than a lot of people in this f- field, and you know I've been I've been a baseball writer since 2007. I I I, I um I haven't been in the in the um, BBWAA long enough to get my Hall of Fame vote, but I should soon. But then I see the names of these people returning votes and it's like, I've never heard of them. Yeah. And I, and I don't mean to sound like a, Oh, I know everybody thing, but like, I am a voracious reader of art, articles of on baseball of every, every team. And if I've never heard of somebody, that means either they don't write about baseball or they haven't written about baseball in 20 years. So what, what are we, what are we doing? Like, yeah. wh- why, why is that person voting on the hall of fame and like, Tyler Kepner, you know, of the New York Times not voting because he's, you know, the New York Times like, like I mean, I, I, that makes me feel really weird as well.
0: Yeah, well, you know, we we had on our on our podcast, we had a Howard Bryant on a couple of weeks ago and he doesn't vote <clears throat> for it hasn't voted in a few years and the reason is and he's 100% right. He kind of felt like the Hall of Fame dumped this whole steroid issue in the lap and said you guys figure it out we're, we're not yep. even going to give you any we're
1: going to any... wash our hands of it yeah we're going to want... say you know if bonds makes it and clemens and it's your fault guys, it's your it's their fault we yeah, didn't, we didn't right.
0: do it it's your fault and if you don't they don't make it you guys take the heat exactly. for for that you know right. and which is really pitiful because right. at other times the hall of fame has stepped right in and said yeah we're pulling p rose right off the ballot like we're you sure. can't vote for him so it's a, it's, it's obviously a very, very confusing mess. The problem is, and you really hit on this uh, at the start is I love the hall of fame. I love, I love Cooperstown. I love, I love the bill. I love the people it's who work at the hall of fame. There. I mean, and I love what it represents. I mean, I love that the hall of fame is there to tell the story of these players that you and I, you grew up yeah. with players. that I'm, I'm older than you that I grew up with tell their stories. And, and, you know, I want to be a part of that. I want to help continue that yeah. going, but it, it gets harder and harder every year.
1: It is such a, I mean, just, I, and I don't mean to oversell it, but I guess I I've driven, I've done so many cross-country trips. I mean, I've been to 48 States. I've been to, you know, uh, like hell holes you would never ever want to see i've seen i've been to the the ritz carlton and in paris i mean everywhere in the world i'm telling you cooperstown the 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 little city the little town itself like that's the kind of place where you're just like this is where where i would raise a family you know or like this is where i would retire this is where i would want to like watch my grandkids grow up or you know i mean i'm sure bad things happen there i'm sure that there are jerks there like there are everywhere else i'm sure they're arguing about wearing masks i don't even know but (laughs) you know um there's something about the place that i think is is a big reason why cooperstown has left uh the other hall of fames in the dust. I mean, people care about, you know, about Canton and about, oh sure. and, and, and it's, it's a big honor to be recognized as one of the all time greats, but it's just not the same. It's no, not
0: it's the same. not the same. And Cooperstown is a huge part of that baseball fans being so connected to history is a huge part of that. Uh, yeah. But you're right. Cooperstown. I mean, look at four or five months out of the year, you can't even get there because of uh, yeah. because of the snow, right. uh, but but it's it's beautiful and 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 like I say, I love the people who run Josh Raywitch Just you know, was just uh, uh, yeah. I'm sure you know Josh back even from his Dodger days. <laughs> the Dodgers, uh yeah. just greatest guy and just loves baseball and yeah. and you know and and uh, uh, we probably should just bring this up at the very beginning since since we're doing this. I mean, we just found out yesterday that that MLB Network. Uh, dropped Ken Rosenthal, who we both adore and <sighs> think is the Christ. world of and but it but it was a reminder beyond what it meant for Ken because Ken'll be fine. he's, you know he's he's got he's got plenty of other things going. Uh, it's a reminder that there are not that many people out there looking out for the game, you know, looking out for baseball. and they really do in Cooperstown. That's sort of what it what why it still matters so much to me is they they really do still care about. Celebrating the game and and not dealing with these ridiculous ego issues or or whatever the heck is driving the game at some point.
1: I think we need to talk about the Ken Rosenthal thing for a minute, just because you brought it up and I'm like, I like, I don't know, I I, like, I actually physically went to rip my hair out when you when you said it. Um, I just for those of you listening who don't, this is very inside baseball, uh, pun intended, but um. Ken Rosenthal, um, if you enter this industry, you will find out very quickly, you know, who like the top reporters are because they're the ones that are like breaking all the stories. And you will also find out quickly who the assholes are and, yeah. and who and and who will treat you with kindness. And like Ken Rosenthal is the kind of person who like, you know, when I remember when I was coming up, like he had read something I wrote and some tracked down my number or, or maybe just DM. I don't even know what it was. He went out of his way to say like, nice story story today the fact that he even knew my name was like you know huge um that's just that's just the kind of man he is yeah. he's just like he has integrity he's kind he's um uh, he busts he works his ass off I don't know how he sleeps like the only criticism I could ever have of him is just that. like I don't know how he has time to have a have like <laughs> a life or a family because if he's the man is just nonstop scoop breaking machine and like, and I also know that he's very careful to be as fair as possible to his sex. And so whatever he allegedly wrote about Rob Manfred that pissed him off, that got him fired from MLB Network. I mean, to me, that is a dark day.
0: Dark day. And
1: it, it's a dark day.
0: Well, and I MLB take it I take it to a whole other level because I think you're 100% right. Every single thing you just said about Can is 100% right. But I would take it to a whole other level, which is we know we look we probably could easily figure out what he wrote that ticked off uh ticked off uh Manfred i'm sure it was something to do with with uh i mean look he's 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 basically whatever big scoop has come out in the last year and a half ken's fingerprints are all over it right It's right, right. whether it's the astros whether it's the the sticky stuff with the baseball sure. the labor stuff everything he does he's so careful and yeah. so I mean, he, he's so generous in the way yes. he he reports it. And and there's literally, he doesn't have to be that way because sometimes he's got the goods on people. He can absolutely tear them oh, to shreds. I, he never does ever. So so when you get somebody who is that responsible, that good at, at what he does, and yes. that beloved in the game, by the way. I mean, there's just you know, nobody that doesn't like Kenny. Uh What the heck is MLB doing? I can't tell you how many.
1: I can't tell you how many times at the athletic that he and I like had a story that was like ninety-eight percent there that could have run, definitely could have run. Nothing like you know that would have been would have ruined someone's life or something like that. But you know, ninety-eight percent were just like, like, like that extra like let's you know under Ken's advisement, being like, let's just wait and let's just wait to beat, let's just wait to beat, let's just wait wait to beat. He's yeah. so careful, so careful. So careful and so um, responsible. Yeah. He
0: always makes the extra call, always. And yeah. by the way, the other thing he does is he shows up. Like after, after he writes something, you know exactly where to find him. He doesn't go hiding. You know, it's like oh. you want if you have a complaint, if you have anything you want to say to him, he's there. And well,
1: well, he's there because he's never left. That's so funny. It's like he's he's on TV before the game,
0: yep. like
1: saying something, and then he's like in the press box writing something, and then he's back on the field, like saying something. So, if like some, so like if a if a player has something has a problem with something, he either said pregame, wrote postgame, or said postgame. They could find him. He's probably sleeping in his car in the parking lot. <laughs>
0: exactly I mean, right.
1: i just like I don't know. To me, what this it's. Obviously backfired spectacularly on Manfred because everyone's rallying around Rosenthal and talking about what a stand up guy he is right um and also it just shows um that Manfred is scared right now that yeah. there's something going that he's he's like lashing out and 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 reacting and doing a bunch of pulling a bunch of crazy shit like
0: and, and it's it's pure <laughs> panic it's pure panic, which is a mistake but but even more that's somebody who got very bad advice. I mean, look, you, you can, let's say you are vindictive or let's say you do want that's Ken Rosenthal is the absolute last target you would ever make. That's the, the guy is the guy represents the game. And, and, and so, yeah, it's a huge, huge mistake. But I
1: will say I'm I am optimistic that maybe Cam will get to sleep more.
0: doesn't have he'll find some other job. that he doesn't have, <laughs> think, job he he doesn't have
1: three full time jobs. He might actually sleep more. And um, but but um, solidarity, Ken, we're with you. Of course, we don't. Uh, he hit on something, and we should all go back and reread whatever he wrote because he something that's obviously very bothersome that might give us some clues about where Manfred is right now or what's going on. But like. I I don't know. I think if Manfred's trying to send the message that anybody who speaks out will get blackballed, uh, I think it's going to backfire spectacularly. Spectacularly,
0: spectacularly. I mean, like if if you're doing that to wow. Ken, what you're basically saying is I don't want fairness anymore, yeah. and uh, wow. it's a it's a huge blunder on his part, in my view. And but you know what? You can't walk that back. So let's let's uh, back let's to the Hall of Fame. <laughs> let's get back to the Hall of Fame a little bit. So. I want to talk specifically about some guys this year. And and the one that I really want to kind of get your thoughts on right off the bat. Sure. I'm fascinated by the way that support has completely cratered for Omar Vizquel. Completely cratered. So just to give people an idea, Omar Vizquel last year got 49% of the vote. That was down uh, from the year before where he got more than 50% of the vote. And last year's vote was somewhat affected, although it was not fully affected by some of the news that was reported by Ken and uh, the athletic uh, about uh, and Katie Strang, who wrote the story as well mm-hmm. about um, his his uh, history of domestic abuse and and right. uh, and him being sued by a clubhouse employee in Birmingham uh, for some uh, sexual harassment and and uh, and all of that. Uh, I don't. I don't think we need to get so much into to sure. him specifically. But what really <laughs> interests me is basically eighty percent, essentially, of the people who have voted for him, that publicly voted for him last year, have pulled back their vote. He's down thirty-seven yep. votes uh, from where he was last year, uh, which is, which is, I guess, like I say, about eighty percent of his vote. He's down to nine point one percent. He'll probably get enough to stay on the ballot this year, but he, he won't next year, I think completely cratered. So first of all, your thoughts on people pulling their support for, for Omar Viscal because of, of yeah. what he did off the field. And then my next question will follow up is how much should this affect some other people, but let's start with Omar Viscal.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's, it's quite an interesting, um, obviously people were people who were happy to vote for him a year ago, um, got this news and the, the Biskell news was not just some kind of a one-off or a piece of she but it was horrible to the, to the effect that I think he's been like banned, right? Hasn't he been like removed from, I don't know. It, it's, it's, it's really bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. He, he said, got
0: fired in Birmingham based on that incident. Yeah. Now that lawsuit is still pending and that's what a clubhouse right. employee who said he did all sorts of horrible things. Right,
1: right. He denies right. it
0: all, by the way, we should say it's all alleged still. He denies it all. He finally got his divorce and and uh you know is 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 hiding behind some of the judges words that he never yep. did anything um
1: right. but it, i think he was a you know look it's just i think he was a friend like a probably a fringe hall of famer right uh who needed every bit of like the good guy kind of smile kind of joy he gave people but with his play which he did i mean you know, I, I grew up watching him um and then once this sort of the veil was lifted on his character people were just like No, forget it, Um, which which stands to reason that they people will be using the same sort of character clause on on other players.
0: Well, that's where Um, it comes in. That's where to me it becomes very interesting because there's another guy on this ballot. I mean, there are more than one, sadly, who who has had a uh, sexual harassment, domestic abuse uh, type of thing involved. And that's Andrew Jones. Andrew Jones, uh, whose vote totals are going up. Also was arrested for domestic abuse. Uh, right. It was as these things go, as, as we have talked about in the past or personally, these, you know, the, the charges eventually where he, he paid a fine, he got away from and, and you know, denied it and then, and then you know, he's mm-hmm. been divorced and so on. But his numbers are going up and and it's a very interesting thing because, you know, I don't know what's the difference. I, I, well, I don't know.
1: I mean, and Roger Clemens having a sexual relationship with an underage girl. Maybe oh, and Barry, he, and
0: Barry Bonds having Barry a, a history Bond. of domestic abuse. Yeah. No, but I, Andrew Jones yeah. seems specific to me because he too is a borderline candidate yeah. who, who you know, is probably similar in, in a lot of people's minds to Viscal, not quite an inner circle Hall of Famer, sure. but maybe good enough. Great defensive player. They both were
1: yes. great player,
0: you know, hit yeah. a lot of home runs. Uh, his support goes up even even as this lingers. And I do wonder if, you know, it's not in the news. It happened a long time ago. I, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I don't know where the lines are drawn. On I think that's
1: right. right. I think that that's right. I think that if I had gotten, I mean, not to defend, I don't know how anybody makes the choices they make, but if I had gotten a ballot in the mail this year, uh, you know, and I'm just... <laughs> And I'm dealing with like holiday shopping and I'm dealing with <laughs> coronavirus drama and I'm dealing with oh, you know, whatever, all the other stuff we're dealing with. Um, and I'm just like my ballot and um, the fiscal stuff is more top of mind than the Andrew Jones stuff. Um, I, I would if and when I do and I and I haven't decided if I will partake, partake if I'm um, awarded a ballot at, at some point. I think that's everyone's choice to make. I see both. I see pros and cons. Part of me wants to wants to try to even out the dummies who send in the wrong ballots, but um <laughs> in my opinion, the dummies. Um, but but yeah, I, I I had forgotten about that. Um there's all kinds of weird stuff, weird shit that went on in the 90s that like none of us even know about, or yeah. like yeah. stuff that was like mentioned in a blip in like some in like the bottom of someone's column that were like, huh? You know, <laughs> like so and so beat his wife, like, oh, that's why he was late to work today, or you yeah. know, like what, like, huh? Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, I, people ask me this all the time. Like, should Barry Bonds be in the hall of fame? And my answer to that is yes. Um, it's, I know it's a personal decision. I know he got caught cheating. I just, uh, he's the best hitter I ever saw in my yeah. life with my eye, with my two eyeballs. And I've seen a lot of hitters and I just, I can't separate. Through, and I don't know. Um, I understand people not wanting him in. I'm not going to stage a protest if he's not in, but that's my, um that's how i feel um he's not going to get in he's not going to get in
0: right i mean he's not going to get in uh you know he he's gained just a couple of votes he needed quite a few uh in at least in the public ballots and and i just don't see him drawing in clemens is not going to get in either clemens actually is a little bit behind Mm -hmm. bonds which is kind of interesting and i think that probably is directly related to his his relationship with uh with uh McCready. Mm -hmm. yeah um which is, which is awful. I, I, am so I've been a voter for a long time and I have felt more and more, I felt less and less enthused about doing it for exactly the reasons that you say. And, and I feel every so often I have floated the idea of not voting anymore. and, And I do always get people who will say to me and it's, it's nice for them to say but it's like look you we
1: need smart people voting. we need you to vote right
0: we need smart people not just smart people we do we, we need driven people who are really committed to this task
1: well also vote. we need people who follow the game every yeah. single day day in and day out like the two of us do like i'm telling you it does not inspire confidence when i see the vote of a name of a guy i've never heard of and right. that's not I'm, I'm not trying to say i know all and i be all but for someone who's as online as I am, who reads everything. Like yeah. I know who like the Pittsburgh pirates beat writer is right now. Right. Like I know who the, who the Tampa Bay Rays columnist. Like I know who these people are. Like I see their names. I respect them. I might not be able to recite all their work, but I know they've been putting in the work for a long time.
0: Yeah. Well, so, especially when you see some of these names and then you look at their ballots and you're like, what, 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 that's what, what, yeah. what does this even mean? Like, like, Here's the thing. If I see a ballot, this is, this has been a very interesting uh, process through this year, because this year's ballot is the craziest we've ever had. Even crazier than the 2013 ballot mm-hmm. went by because we have still the leftovers of that ballot, right? We still have bonds and Clemens. <laughs> we have shilling, whatever that means, that whole yes. weird craziness. And he's not going to get in. No. And and then we've got a and David Ortiz coming on the ballot and they're completely different stories, completely different cases, but each brings their own challenges. And then you've got, you know, Viscal and and that craziness, you've got Andrew Jones and what do you make of that? And Gary Sheffield and what do you make of that? So it's like the weirdest, most crazy ballot. So if I see a ballot and somebody has no bonds, no Clemens, no A-Rod, no Sheffield, no whatever, I'm like, all right, look, They've made a decision that to the best of their power, they're not going to vote for people who use steroids. All right. I don't agree. I get it, but I, I, you know, it's fine. But then I'll see people who put, like, okay, I'm voting for Barry Bonds, but I'm not voting for Clemens, and I'm voting for Ortiz, but I'm not voting for Sheffield, and I'm voting for Viscal, but I'm not, and like, and you're like, oh my gosh, this doesn't. I'm voting for Tory Hunter. Like, I don't even understand uh-huh. what this even means anymore. And, and, uh-huh. and, and that's the weirdest part. And I look, I don't know what needs to be done about or can't even be done. It's 400 plus people with a lot of different opinions. And that's what you want.
1: Yeah. But
0: man, it's like some of these, some of these, and, and then they're the ones that send in the empty ballots. And I'm like, well, what, <laughs> why, why are you it's even voting? Like, like what is
1: the point? This is like
0: a, petul- a petulant
1: uh <laughs> right. i don't know i mean on the one hand though like it should be really hard to get into the baseball hall of fame like right. there should be years where nobody's getting elected like no one's going to get elected this year right
0: i, I think mean, ortiz you know? will i oh. i think ortiz is going to oh. get elected
1: well, that would be wonderful yeah, i mean of course. i I, I love the guy i i i think he's you know and and, and um we we this this is a whole nother conversation but you know should a guy's, like, popularity and growing the game be considered? Like, Sure. Absolutely. This guy, absolutely. It, this guy makes it fun. This guy is, like, this guy, like, somehow got shot, like, attempted murder, and was, like, back in the booth, like, laughing <laughs> a week later. Like, I'm not saying that's the way to process trauma. Right. But, I mean, this guy is, he is a one in a million. He's
0: joy. Uh, He's pure joy. Boy. He really is. He's pure joy. He brought so much joy to the game. And
1: you, no, like yeah. he's an ambassador, he, you know, you want his face in there. You want his face in, in the hall of fame. And so that's. Yeah. And, that's-
0: and, and you want, I mean, the guy, the guy who was, who that guy after the Boston uh, marathon oh. bombing, that's the yeah. guy you're like, a, you're telling me there's anything lacking from that guy in the hall of fame. It's ridiculous, but you know, you bring up the popularity thing and there's a, there's a player who, uh, a couple of people who you and I both know really well, believe, believe should be in the hall of fame, even though his maybe career numbers don't necessarily uh, suggest it. And that's Fernando Valenzuela.
1: Well, I was just going to bring that up. Yes.
0: Yeah. Cause there's, I mean, you want to talk about who has done more for growing the popularity of the game than Fernando Valenzuela?
1: Nobody, nobody, nobody. And going to a Dodger game and, you know, people don't under, maybe don't really understand this. So going to games throughout most of the country, the, the fan bases are, you know, 90% white um, yeah. pretty much. Um, there are some exceptions, but you know, that's the way it is. You go to a Dodger game, it's 50-50 Hispanic, Latino, and 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 white. I mean, it's like, and it just feels it feels like Los Angeles. It just yeah. feels it feels normal. It feels like how it feels outside outside. Um man, what a little legacy to um make the game feel like it belongs, you know, not just to white people, yeah. <laughs> like like to everyone. The, the inclusivity and the um and just like wow like it just opened the doors for so many people um and the dodgers have a very strict strict rule that they won't um they won't even they won't even retire the number of anyone who's not in cooperstown so his, yeah. his number is not even reti- it's unofficially retired yeah no, they will they, never
0: give it to anybody no
1: but yeah. i mean he's got to get in on the veterans committee or whatever i mean i i do think that there should be situations if you break color barriers if you break um you know the the first star player we have who's out as a as, as gay or bisexual or trans or whatever um there there needs to be some recognition and 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 frankly a wing in the hall because what you've done is you've opened the game up to you know millions of untold of people who would not have felt um like they had a place there so
0: 100% and, right well look i was so i mean you know beyond ecstatic when buck o'neill got into the hall of fame right i mean i'm beyond oh, yeah. ecstatic like, yeah. it was, i was at a different yeah, level yeah. of joy i felt very similarly about how excited i was that minnie minoso got into the hall of fame yeah. same reasons yeah. uh you know and and i do think that and it's really hard with a group of 400 but it's it's much easier in a group of 16 sure. to start thinking about okay not just how great they were as a player but their legacy in the game And, and I think the hall of fame, you know, that I do believe it's lacking that. I do believe that it's, you know, it took way too long for Larry Doby to get in the hall of fame because people were sitting there arguing about his numbers, you know, and and not the fact that he was, he was, you know, the first African-American player in the American league. He was Jackie Robinson in the American league. And, and Minnie Minoso was the first dark-skinned player in Chicago, the first great Latino player. I mean, it, it's, it's, it was it was a real embarrassment that it took that yeah. long for him to get in, but he is in now. And he, look, I yeah. wish he'd gotten in while he was alive, but he is in now. That's what I think about with Fernando. It's like, he's not really been talked about as a hall of fame candidate. He's never been on one of these uh, veteran ballots mm-hmm. and it's, it's ridiculous. And it's basically because you look at his career numbers and you go, yeah, not, not there, you know,
1: wasn't he's, that, I mean, the impact he had right. is way greater than the impact sorry to roger clemens and kurt schilling and all those guys like the impact that he had on baseball on culture on california on los angeles on on mexico on yeah. everything is like i mean how many mexican stars how many latin american stars like grew up listening to the dodgers i mean or their parents listening to the dodgers listening to how many time on their transistor radios and like like I mean, just it, it's he, yeah.
0: Well, he, look, all that all it took was Jaime to tell me that that to him that you know it's there's it's Jackie Robinson, it's it's yeah. Roberto Clemente, it's Fernando yeah. Valenzuela. To I mean, me, that's it's what. Kind of, he yeah, says. to yeah. me,
1: it's kind of like Patty Smith, where like you know a lot of people haven't heard of Patty Smith, but they've heard of the bands who've been influenced by Patty.
0: <laughs> right. Right.
1: Like they've heard of Bruce Springsteen. Yes. They've heard of you know like. Like they know like these different people. It's like, oh, wait a minute. Okay. Yeah. Like somebody who 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 laid that groundwork and you know deserves everything. She just got her key to the city last week. I was very excited. Oh, that is that.
0: exciting. That's so great. All right. So who on this ballot, if you could pick somebody on this ballot, would you? I mean, we've we've talked about RTs, yeah. Clemens and Bonds and Schilling are their own thing, as is are some others. Who on this ballot that you look at, you think? Yeah, I'd I'd love to see that person go to a Hall of Fame. Oh,
1: so tough. Let me look. I'm going to look at it right now, pulling it up. Yeah. Well, uh, for sure, um, I want Bonds in there just because I just do. Yep. Um,
0: Do you feel the same uh, way about Clemens?
1: You know what? Sure. If I'm going Bonds, I'm I'm going Clemens. Uh, I'm, I'm going David Ortiz. Yep. Um. You know, it's tough. Like I, if I'm going to, if I'm going to ignore it, so like you have to make the call, like, are you going to ignore steroids or not? You know, are you going to ignore ignore personal stuff? I don't know. Like, so for me, I feel like I'm going to ignore steroids because I was doing it and I don't know who was.
0: But then here's the question then, do you ignore steroids throughout or do you only ignore steroids pre-testing? Because obviously A-Rod is a whole other circumstance, right? uh, A-Rod, you know, basically was, was suspended from the game. And it's very interesting to me that you can look at that two different ways. On the one hand, you could say, look, he was suspended from baseball. He did steroids at a time when everybody understood how wrong it was for the game. I'm forgetting the moral elements of it, how bad it was for the game, how much it hurt the game, blah, blah, blah. He did it after that. So it's a whole different thing. Or yeah. you could make the argument, no, you know what? Unlike Bonds or Clemens, he paid a price for it. He, he was suspended for a full exactly. year. He's, exactly. he's served his time. And 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 now, you know, take into account whether or not he was a Hall of Fame player. So you can look at it both ways. Same thing with Manny Ramirez, who, who tested multiple times uh, positive, yeah. you know?
1: I guess I would go Bonds. I don't know about Clemens. The whole statutory rape thing has me
0: yeah it's it's, me
1: pause it's it's not ideal uh but i I guess i'd have to research and okay i go i would would definitely go bonds ramirez um probably sheffield yeah uh gosh maybe roland um uh i don't know what about you you? but where am i on what
0: Todd Helton, were you on Todd Helton?
1: Oh, it's just so it's just so close, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I never heard a bad thing about the guy, but always played a course. I, I don't know
0: so tough i, I wish know. i wish these conversations were just about baseball you know what i mean i mean like obviously they can't be but if you could just be like all right throw everything else out here's uh, look a rod is definitely a hall of fame baseball player yeah can't can, me a can.
1: rod and barry bonds are, are are hall of famers like that's my
0: yeah i mean they're just all Fam- F- as is clemens purely baseball we're talking purely yeah. baseball now clemens clemens bonds baseball. and a and rod are 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 they're 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 way ahead of everybody else even on this ballot yeah. they're way yeah. ahead yeah Pure baseball i've got kurt Schilling in the hall of fame i mean he's one of my yeah. 100 greatest players ever he's i've got kurt yeah. Schilling in the hall of fame um are you gonna are you gonna vote for him all right, so that's a whole complicated. <laughs> issue. That's a whole complicated issue. Okay, we'll so have I, to
1: review it in one of your uh, one of your. Uh, yeah,
0: I'll. We'll, we'll have a we'll have a, a Hall of Fame two podcast. Oh, that, would, just be go, so, just that would be so. That would be really vote. hard
1: for me to vote for Schilling, but at the same time, I'm I'm, you know. Well, Schilling of- this
0: year, Schilling did everybody a favor and told everybody not to vote for him. He like right. he just basically said, "I want not want my ballot." And and the one thing I would say about Schilling. And it's a much more complicated issue we can get into another time. But the one thing I would say about Schilling, that forgetting everything else,
1: yeah. Schilling
0: is trolling the Hall of Fame at this point, yes. right? At this point, yes. he's literally trolling. He's asked for his name to be removed. He's, he's, he's played up you know, the, the, he, the writers don't know what they're talking about. He hates the writers oh,
1: right, 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 and,
0: right. and, but he knows that the veterans will put him in, which I don't believe they will. Um, and, and all of that. So like, to me, it's like, look, he's, you don't feed the trolls, right? At this point, yeah. he doesn't want to be, he, he doesn't want us to vote for him. Don't vote for him. Like, I think that's an easy, it's an easy call. He made that yeah. easy. Uh, but I'll tell you what, I mean, look, I, I wrote, the, you know, I wrote the baseball 100 He's in that. I mean, he's, yeah. he's to me, one of the hundred greatest players ever. So uh, I feel like there's, there no there I'm in no way, shape or form ever disrespecting Curt Schilling, the baseball player. You know,
1: I got to say, I'm kind of like a, I think I'm a, a, of myself as a generous person. I think if I had a ballot, I'd probably be voting for 10 guys. Like yeah. just because like, yeah. I just, I think what they do is so hard. And like i would just be like okay who are the 10 best players on this ballot that i yeah. can stomach that i can stomach voting for would <laughs> be like bonds clemens uh probably helton you're right um
0: gosh this is tough well, well i think i think you got so so Bodge, Arod ortiz a ortiz you know uh, then it's a question okay so Manny Sheffield are a fascinating question but I think you, you they're both as players definitely the one I would ask you about like maybe this will be a good way to sum it up by the way I'm a big rolling guy big yeah, big yeah. Rolling guy. I,
1: I'm I'm a rolling grower like I'm Roland's growing on me actually. yeah
0: I think he was a he really, was a really
1: tremendous true. tremendous defender so I think so was- good so I think good. I was. Um, I think I underrated his offense when he was. When yeah, he was,
0: he was very good offensively. My, I've started thinking about third baseman this way. Yeah. If they were so good at third that they could play short,
1: yeah. Like
0: if Scott Rowland was a shortstop, he'd be in the Hall of Fame right now. So yeah. my feeling is it's that's how we should view third baseman. It's okay. like okay, move them over to shortstop, and and if they if they would have been you know great shortstops like Rowland certainly would have been. Then yeah, put him in the Hall of Fame. But here's here's the last one I would I would uh, leave you with. Yeah, where do you stand on Billy Wagner?
1: Ugh. I'm really bitchy when it comes to closers. <laughs> I just really am. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I like even Kenley Jansen. Once I remember, I had a I had an MVP vote in 2014, and I was I had had one in 13, and I voted for Andrew McCutcheon, and he, he won in a in a. And a um uh a, a route like he won in a route so I yes. wasn't didn't feel that pressure. Yeah. but then 2014 I had another vote and and that was the year that all of the like usual suspects the hitters were like some bad stuff was happening like Buster Posey was hurt or having a weird year and like um McCutcheon was hurt and Goldschmidt was hurt like, everything was going to shit and um Clayton Kershaw was having like a masterful I mean he was throwing no hitters he was this and that and I was like oh my god I might have to write for vote for Kershaw which makes me uncomfortable because I know him right and I feel like I it makes me least likely want to write vote for him and and I was talking with Kenley Jansen about it and he's just like you can't vote for a pitcher for MVP we only put our pants on like once every 5 days. <laughs> and he says, "Me, I don't even put my pants on till the 7th inning." <laughs> so, uh I never forgot that. Then later on that year we we, we asked continue to talk about it and I like was like, "Yeah, but man, he's going out there throwing 9 innings every night, 8 and 8 9 innings every night, saving the bullpen." He's like, "No, you're right, you're right, you're right." So, um so we, was my, oh, I just had to tell the story about Kenley Jansen and the pants. Yeah. I so that. Willie Wagner wasn't even putting his pants on. I mean, he's like Kenley. He's not even putting his pants on until the seventh inning of every game, but right. he was really dominant. And, you know, if he was in my top 10, I, I think I would vote for him. What do you, what do you think?
0: Well, it's so hard. I don't know. I'm exactly the way you are on relief pitchers, but my feeling on it is that in the last couple of years, obviously. Mariano got it right. unanimously. And and he's head and shoulders above anybody. So I, okay. I really do buy that. But Trevor Hoffman got in. And and I think Trevor Hoffman was a great player. I think Billy Wagner was at least as good, if not better. Okay. So, so it's like... Uh, I don't know what to do with relief pitchers. If I'm gonna no. in my perfect world, there'd be one relief pitcher in the hall of fame be Mariano. I don't know that yeah. I would put anybody, you know. I mean, look at White yeah. Wilhelm Elm and, and and some of those guys Gossage, maybe, or you know, whatever. But but really, he's so much better than everybody else. I sort of feel like like in the NFL, there should be one kicker in the Hall of Fame, the best <laughs> kicker who ever lived. And basically when a new kicker comes in, they take the other guy out. Like this guy of Baltimore, who's the the best kicker in the NFL by far, uh, when he goes in the hall of fame, now you take out uh, all the other kickers. Obviously they wouldn't do that, but, uh, but that's sort of how I feel. And, 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 uh, you know, but at the same time, Billy Wagner was so unbelievably dominant and, and threw harder than maybe anybody, uh, (laughs) I don't know. I mean, I, I voted for him, but, but I just, you know, I don't know how good I feel about it. It's just, I think he's a great player. I don't ever feel bad about voting for anybody, but, but it's like, did he take up somebody else's spot who was more worthy? I don't know.
1: I think the problem is it's, it's, it's easy for us to imagine um, like how hard it is to play shortstop every day, right. Yeah. Or, or to play on the body and on the brain and everything, but it's not that easy for us to think about how hard it is to come in and get try to get three outs like three times a week like yeah. i don't know you know i i just don't know like are all of these guys like failed starters <laughs> and you know they 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 only they could throw they could throw 98 but they couldn't develop like two secondary pitches right. and so they can't navigate a lineup but, like and now they're being rewarded for that like what i mean what if what if we put uh max scherzer or Justin Verlander, like, what if we had converted those guys into closers? They'd be Small. the greatest
0: closers ever. Be, it's what John Smoltz did, right? It's like they become dominant, right. dominant closers, we're but maybe. those guys are dominant pitchers, so sure. I mean, they're the I mean, hall of famers as starters anyway, so right. it wouldn't really matter.
1: But I just I, mean, like, is this the B? Are the, are, the, are the relievers basically like the B team? And we're yeah, just like,
0: well, it's, it's a great question, elevated. obviously. We're Obviously, the counter argument is they face a different kind of pressure. It's the ninth inning. Every pitch matters in a way that 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 maybe it doesn't for a sure. starter. And look, I get all the arguments. And yeah. my feeling is that you've got to be unbelievably great to get the whole like Joe Nathan is on this ballot. Joe Nathan was a very, very good closer. I never He's even a fine thought closer. About it. Yeah, yeah, he was tremendous close. I never even thought about him as a hall of Famer. <laughs> to me, he's not even close. And and no offense to Joe Nathan. He, if there was a if there's a Hall of Fame just for relief pitchers, he's in it.
1: Yeah. But
0: but he's not to me in the Hall of Fame. But Billy Wagner was really, really dominant. And so, you know, I wish you, I wish Billy Wagner had a little bit better postseason uh yeah. performances. I mean, that was obviously what took mm-hmm. Mariano into a whole other level. Um so interesting! It's a, it's the Hall of Fame.
1: It's the Hall of Fame, and people are <laughs> yelling about this instead of about mask wearing and vaccines. So, so I'm like, normally I get annoyed by the Hall of Fame, but but this year I'm like, oh yes, like thank some, you. Yes, some level of like normalcy <laughs> of like arguing over stuff that really doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things. I mean, it matters, but, you know, it's not life and death. But it
0: doesn't. It matters, but it doesn't. You know, (laughs) I mean, let's be honest. It really doesn't. So awesome. All right. Well, we did this. No, this is so great.
1: Yeah. And we'll do this again soon.
0: We'll do it again soon. Thanks.
1: Okay. Okay. Thanks, Joe.